We all know and love our local businesses, but do we really know the people behind the business? Your hosts, Eric Fix and Stephen Flitico from the Genesee County Chamber, sit down with the local business owners of our region and discuss their stories and insights on what it's like owning and operating a business in Genesee County and why. Okay, welcome back. Behind the Business, Episode 5. See, we figured that out last time, Eric. Yeah, nice. um, you know, we are excited to keep doing this, excited to keep bringing local business owners from our county in here to talk about their story. And today we got two guys who are here to give us theirs. So why don't you start by introducing yourselves? Matt Walther, I uh, live in Leroy and uh, owner of Beyond Driven. I'm Casey Malmbacher. I also live in Leroy and I'm a co-owner, business partner with Matt, Beyond Driven. That's awesome. And where is Beyond Driven? It's right on Main Street in Leroy. I think the easiest way, as sad as this is to describe it, it's right across from McDonald's. There you that's go. Everybody, everyone's like, where? Right across from McDonald's. Oh, okay. That's I your audience. Yeah. That, and that's how I see it, too. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm pulling out of McDonald's. There they are. <laughs> They're running. Exactly. Uh, you got to put a big sign up. You like your McDouble? You know, come right in here. here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So um, let's talk a little bit about behind Beyond Driven here. Okay. Um, what was the inspiration behind opening up shop in Leroy and getting started there? Well, really, it's, it's I believe in what we do is a huge benefit. And I've seen it benefit me. Uh, I've seen it benefit the athletes and the adults um, that I've worked with, like immensely, like changed their lives, life changing. Um, and I had another gym up in Buffalo and I just wanted to bring it back home. I live in Leroy. I'm friends with, you know, my friends are in Leroy. My kids are growing up in Leroy. Um, I actually, I think it's a great spot. Even for a business, it's right on 90 and 490. Um, takes about 10, 15 minutes to get to it from every single town. It's a great central location. And there's one thing I noticed when I moved there is at all hours of the day and night, there's people out um, doing fitness activities. So it was just, you know, it was one of those things, kind of like the name when I came up with it. It was like when you, it was just meant to be, you knew it and you were in the right place. I didn't land in Leroy because I was looking for a place to do this. That's where I ended up landing because I had gotten a job at um, Byer Virgin High School as a school counselor. Um, and Leroy was, again, you know, 10 minutes from there. So mm -hmm. that's why I ended there. But why I brought Beyond Driven to Leroy is just because I love the community and I love what I do. And I wanted to bring it to that community. Now, what was that building before you guys were in there? Do we well, remember? we've expanded. Was there something in there? Was there a gym in there already? There was a 24-7 gym and a dojo. Gotcha. Um, and then I came back and started doing... I had a really small, it was like 20 by 30 room that I was doing CrossFit just because the owner of the gym at the time asked me to run some classes for her. Um, while I was still had that other gym that I was driving to after work every day um, up in Lockport. Okay. And what are some of the things you guys have done in there to change the place? <clears throat> Case, you want to take that one? I was going to say, I, <laughs> yeah. that is a, yeah, I totally sure. teed that up for you and just, just hit um, it away. Yeah. Yeah. So as Matt said, um, he started in kind of this back small room there. And then the 24 seven gym was in the front, front third or front half. And as he started growing, uh, he kind of flip flopped where the cross training and the dojo were. And then fast forward another year and a half or so we bought the business of the 24 seven gym. And since then, uh, 
lot of walls been knocked down, uh, drop ceilings pulled out, flooring pulled out, a uh, ton of painting. Uh, that whole front stuff in the basement. Yeah. The front of the building, we new sign up front, mm-hmm. um, man, the whole, there's a back garage where we do our athlete training, uh, ripped out the drop ceiling in there, repainted the walls, repainted the <coughs> ceiling, uh, fixed the floor a little bit with concrete, but then built like a little deck. So we effectively don't have to concrete any more floor. So gotcha. Just more floor space in there. And just open the whole thing up. Now you can, you know, from standing outside on Main Street in the sidewalk, if we have the back door open, you can see Bacon Street from there. So just much bigger, open. Yeah. Uh, now, did you do the work yourself? A, yeah. A good yeah. chunk of it, yeah. We ended up taking out, I think it was over seven tons of ceiling and floor and walls. Who needs CrossFit? Yeah. You know, all you got to do is, <laughs> is redo a building. We opened, yeah. yeah. So it's basically now a big open warehouse space. We have about 7,000 square feet. Wow. Um, like I said, we had to take out uh, concrete walls, block walls. Um, there's now 30 yards of turf in there. Um, it's just... It's, it's a really, if you walk in, it's just a really cool space. We've, you know, just done some things where, and it's really, it was actually neat taking that building down because it's been a lot of things. It was, um, I think it was a Chevy dealer. It was definitely a car dealer at one point. So you see a lot of, you just see a lot of, of history in that building as we took it up. There were yeah. so many layers. I was going to say, the more layers you so take off. So many layers. Yeah. And I mean, when it comes to electrical, that's not fun. But uh, other than that, it's it's pretty cool now if you walk in there. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was in Leadership Genesee with Matt, so that's how I got to know Matt. And um, when I saw you start to post some of this stuff to Facebook, I knew Matt was a guy that liked to do next level stuff. You know, I figured yeah, that out yeah. about him. So it's like I saw you got the nice lit up Beyond Driven sign. You got the new front area, you know, the turf, everything. So it's just like it's a quality facility, at least from what I've seen. Um, yeah, we we I was always I don't know if this goes along with it. A look good, play good guy. You know, so <laughs> you want to have a, yeah. you know, you want to have a place that people are like, wow, what is that? Because they want to. First thing you have to do is draw them in. Mm-hmm. You know, most people aren't like, yeah, I want to go, you know, actually you got to, you got to get them in there. And I think just there's certain elements that are people like, wow, that's really cool. I want to be a part of that, you know, and as much as it is, it is a passion of mine. I love doing it. It's also a business. So, you know, just cause I'm passionate about it doesn't mean everybody else is. So you got to find other things that they're, that interest them to bring them in. And then once they get it, they're like, oh, I get it. You know, so that's. That's part of it. It's looking cool. And I think just piggybacking off of that too, when we were going through our renovations and everything that we were doing, I think we had the the conversation about a number of different things where it was, all right, we do, we're going to change this to have this set up. This is the way we want it. Just do it one time, do it right. And if it costs a little bit extra or it takes a little bit more time or it's a little more tricky to, you know, we got to take three or four more measurements on something just to get everything exactly the way that we want it. So do it once. And then the building's had so much history. We kind of want to be like this, these changes are going to hopefully be like the final changes. Yeah. To each like thing. this is permanent. Yeah. yeah. We're not yeah. doing this. Yeah. <clears throat> We're not doing this for fun. We're doing this because we want this to, to last and so, stay. Exactly, right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So talk to us a little bit about COVID and how, cause I think, you know, gyms are probably one of the things that got hit the hardest, at least with regulations and things like that. Um, but I think in your guys' case, t- 
to some regard, it may have been a blessing in disguise. And I know that you guys got very creative during that time period to reach out to your folks and do some things. And I, and I just want to throw this out there. They were not open very long before COVID. We're talking like what? Six months. That was so scary. Yeah. Yeah. I made the leap. Like I said, I was a school counselor and then we bought, so I was doing both. And then we decided like if it, I got to the point where I couldn't do either well, because we got so big at the gym, I couldn't manage the people. And then when I was at school, it was like, it's hard to run a business while you're at school. Yeah. And then just after hours, so I was like, yeah. I have to make this choice. So right before COVID, that's mm-hmm. the, like, all right, we're doing it. Stopped school, just did the gym, bought the 24 seven. And then I think it was a month and a half later, later COVID hit. It's <laughs> like, crazy. Oh man. What, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that was really, that was, that was Hard. That was scary, but I think, like Eric said, it was definitely a blessing in disguise. What when I had originally moved from that small room to the dojo, um, another guy that I was working with then was Mike Shanley. Him and I closed down for about a week, and re- it took about seven days to remodel that. So I was thinking, oh, this might take like two weeks to do that. Uh, the next remodel that we were doing with the twenty four seven and opening up the whole gym. Boy, was I wrong because, like I said, we would have never, without COVID, been able to do what we did with those renovations because um, we, we would have had to shut down and probably lost all our members at that point. So, yeah, during COVID, we just um, it gave us that opportunity and we were pretty much in there every single day. Um, it it could have used more time, you know, yeah. at the yeah, time. There's still so things yeah. so not <laughs> Yeah. So um, it was definitely it was definitely a. Um, like I said, blessing in disguise. As far as like getting creative with our members, um, like a lot of our energy was going into the into the gym and the remodel. But we had we put out body weight workouts for them every day. We have an app called Tribe that they sign up for their memberships on, and they have they can see their workouts. So uh, there was post there was workouts posted to them. Uh, we tried to do Zoom meetings um, as much as we could. Uh, it just. I think just being in that community and having the support, though, that's really what helped us stay open. Uh, we had to get creative with memberships because we still had to we still had to pay our bills, even though we're shut down. Like the people that we have to pay aren't shutting down. Yeah. We still have to pay them for everything. So uh, we got some we got creative with memberships. We ended up. Um, what did we do? Oh, we so we we gave people the option, like if they wanted to continue to pay through covid um, when we open back up. We reimbursed them by they had a half price membership until all that money that they gotcha. paid during was mm-hmm. was so we were mm-hmm. making less, um, but at the same time it allowed us to stay open and continue to, to move forward. Yeah, and retaining the and membership. Retain, yeah, yeah a membership, mm-hmm. which we we still lost people I and mean, people are still nervous to come back when we could open with a mask. There was a lot of people that didn't want to work out with a mask on, yeah. which I get. It's, yeah. It, dangerous yeah, yeah. if yeah. anything i mean i've got my own feelings on that which well and i don't want to get you know down yeah. too, too wrong of a path here but um was it well I'm, it obviously was but how frustrating was it for you when gyms weren't considered essential you know like i that's a huge argument i've seen out of that industry is like we're talking about health and things like that and you're talking about paying your your uh contractors and stuff to do work and they were able to work yep but you guys weren't able to, you know, what are, what are your thoughts on that? I think the, one of the most frustrating parts uh, for me was mostly just the uncertainty um, because I remember, I, you know, it's kind of funny to think back now being through it, but when it was like the two week shutdown, like, okay, 
we'll get a bunch of work done. And then it was like, okay, it'll be the end of April. And then we were thinking by the end of May, it's gotta be done. Yeah. Yep. We hit June by the end of June, gotta be done by then. And when he released the phases, uh, said what industries were in each phase, gyms weren't listed in any of them. So there was just kind of the waiting game through like phases one, two, three, and maybe they'd add it to four. When four happened, it's like, okay, these industries can, everybody else, it's not listed. You'll be uh, some point in the future. And that's pretty much all they gave us. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it was just a lot of, you know, anytime gyms were mentioned, it felt very brief. Yeah. uh, Almost like it was being avoided. Um, You guys were in the a lot of, I think when we, when we were able to reopen, we didn't, know the date that we're going to be able to reopen until like maybe seven days before. So I think we might've reopened a couple days after the day we were allowed to, because like, Oh, I guess now we can. I was going to say you guys were in the never ending phase five is what, is what we've been calling it because, you know, at the chamber, we, we promoted and, and worked with the health department on each one of those phases. And I remember when phase four happened, there was a group of people that said we weren't included in any of these. What do we do? And it was like, well, whenever they, tell you what to do is when you do it. And it's just like, I feel like that's still going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your healthcare it's, facilities that everyone, even if you're vaccinated or not, you're still required to wear a mask in a healthcare facility. So it's like, there's, there's still these industries that are, are still, you know, I think, yeah. And I think like just going right back to the beginning, the most frustrating part for us was like, all right, if, if we have to be closed, that's fine. But just tell us why. There was never a, this is the actual data. This is why you guys are so much more dangerous. This is why you're hurting society. And this is why you're increasing people's chances of getting COVID. Um, When really the only evidence at that point was your best defense against it was a healthy immune system. How do you get a healthy immune system? Mm -hmm. All right. To push health and wellness. Part of health and wellness and what we do our gyms and what we did and we submitted so many plans that's the other thing that we were doing we we're submitting so many plans showing how we could keep keep people safe and not only just keep people safe but help armor them against i mean not just covid but any disease by increasing their immune system through nutrition through um you know through fitness and constant ex- exercise which was really what should have been being pushed so for us, I'm not going to lie, like it's a huge trigger for me because it felt very personal. And that's where, you know, and I'm not going to get into the whole political side of it, but it felt like, especially when we weren't being released into any phase, that it was purposeful. And like it was just kept hush hush. Uh, and then when we were, like you had said, uh, they said, OK, you can open on this date, but you have to do X, Y, Z and then some. You have to have this cleaning supply. You have to have this um check-in process in place you're going to be monitored uh you have to have these air filtrate like so all these things that we had to get ready in like two days and that's why i didn't get mad at the health of it It wasn't same thing i was just gonna say that i was just gonna say that yep you know and and uh it was just put in everyone else's hands so that you know again i'm not gonna get political but it was tough on everyone yeah we, we figured that out as we went to it was like you know people would be coming to us and they'd be like what have you heard and we're like the health department hasn't even heard yet. You know, like they yeah. hear when you hear, yeah. like when it gets publicized is when everybody hears. So yeah. like they'd be going to Paul Pettit over at the health department and yeah. say, what do I got to do? And he'd be like, I don't know so until you know. We, we got a lot of questions answered with 
We'll, uh, we're not sure. We'll have to look that up. <laughs> exactly. I guess we'll get back to you. Yeah. They like, should okay. let us know. I guess we're yeah. all on the same boat then. And- you know, you mentioned the health benefits, especially through COVID and that. But, you know, one of the things that I think you guys do really well is the social aspect behind, mm-hmm. you know, operating operating a fitness center. So talk a little bit about that. Um, some of those different things, some of the special things you guys try to do and build there. Yeah, I mean, that that's the... People come to get fit, but stay for the community, you know, so it is, it's, it's everything from, and prevent, that's why part of having a place that not just looks cool, but has different functions is important is that, um, a lot of, especially adults want to come to get away, you know, from maybe, uh, the stress of their life, whatever that may be. So, uh, we, we hold events, um, so they usually coincide with like one of our nutrition challenges or something like that. But um, just social events, get togethers. Um, again, I was a work hard, play hard guy. So if you're going to work hard, you know, you need to have that that release as well. So, yeah, I mean, we do, I don't know, everything from picnics to uh, Christmas parties to uh, Cinco de Mayo workout with a with a gathering afterwards, uh, barbecues and picnics, beach workouts, uh yeah, a lot, a lot of, of things like that go into it's not just like hey here's a gym membership here's your you know thirty dollar month gym gym membership come when you want do what you want to do we um, try to offer a lot of value you know so that people want to keep coming and coming back because it's more than a workout it makes them feel good but then they also have a social aspect to that as well yeah and trying mixing in um, a lot of fundraisers in that too we kind of a lot of the just thinking as Matt was talking, a lot of the events that we do in our community type stuff is usually a multi-purpose day or a multi-functional day. So I think our last biggest one was on Memorial Day or around Memorial Day weekend. We did a fundraiser workout called Murph, mm-hmm. um, which is just a, a benchmark workout in the CrossFit community. And they it's done every year by a bunch of gyms around the country. But so people will show up. Um, we had roped off an area of the gym so we have like a spectator area the workout area we ran different heats competitors got shirts could do it as a team um, we had a lot of people do teams like with their families so like kids would come in we had like a little kids group go we did a cookout that day we were right on main street we just set up tables with crock pots and food um and then just had some drinks and hung out afterwards down in the garage area. There's kind of a lot of things like that where we'll do something where we're raising money for a cause to help out the community. So this, this money from that particular event, um, we distribute it between uh, veteran services and the training program for the Leroy football teams. Okay. To help make that uh, training free to them. Okay. And you guys do a wacka fest too, right? Didn't you when do it when it, uh, when pre-COVID? Yeah. Yes. So we so had done a float. Can can we not do that again? Because I saw the pictures, so I don't I don't want that to happen again. That was so we tried to make it fun. Yeah, that was. It the was theme. a hot day out. Yeah. yeah. So Whatever your excuses, yeah. I don't need to yeah, hear it. For the weather. Yeah. <laughs> the next one will be snowsuits. All right. We'll All right that sounds good. Um, but yeah, anyways, we're talking about Beyond Driven and Leroy here. It's a, a gym and fitness center, a community center, if that's what you, you know, like to call it. But, um, we would like to get there actually, yeah. some sort of make it a community center. There's some buildings around there. So there's definitely some cool things in the future moving forward that, um, I, I don't want to bring up until they happen, but, um, we're not, we're not done yet. Well, you guys are all yeah. ages, right? And I know yeah. you work with the schools a lot, right? Trying to. I love to get into it with the schools more. Like this was the first summer where we had a good chunk of the athletes. So actually, this is the first year we kind of pushed out into the athlete uh, realm a little bit more, which is 
what I love to do. Mm-hmm. That's what my original gym was, was um, athlete-specific training that just happened when I came back. She asked me to do CrossFit, so I started with the adults. But it's been awesome, and the results that we're getting with the athletes are awesome. And now we're starting to get some of the female teams come in asking as well. Awesome. Um, I think one thing I just want to really want to get across is like the athlete training is performance training. It's not CrossFit. People are like, I don't want to do my kids do CrossFit. It's definitely yeah, it's, not CrossFit. Yeah. It's very much strength, a conditioning, animal. speed, agility, all that stuff. You need to be an athlete. So a lot of the same movements, but it's a totally different intensity. Okay. You ready? Sure. Yeah. So we end each one of these podcasts by just asking four simple questions. Just looking for uh, quick responses from you guys. So you can both answer. One of you can answer. doesn't really matter. Um, but what was your first car? Casey, you might still be driving yours. <laughs> uh, I am not still driving mine. I've had some some poor luck. My first car was a white Dodge Intrepid. I had an Intrepid. Oh. I had an Intrepid in high school. I love that car. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Then uh, the engine kind of blew up uh, when I was driving. Yeah. So. That didn't happen with mine. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was a... Red Toyota Celica with black front fenders because they never got painted. And two of those six by nine speakers stuffed in the back window. (laughs) I had a red (laughs) Tercel. Yeah. Same thing. I didn't have the speakers. Yeah. But same thing. Yes. Excellent. Totally dangerous because if you get in an accident, which I did, they come flying forward. (laughs) Just to let you know. Matt's Matt's was that car that like (laughs) shook when it's going down the street. The old cars. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite vacation spot. Puerto Rico. I love traveling. Man, probably Dominican. I like something, somewhere where I can get away and just don't don't have to think Off about the anything. Grid. Yeah, where no one can actually contact me. Just need that space. Cool. Last book you read with all the time you have to read. Uh, let me think. The last one I finished. I think the last one I finished was a book called The Stress Effect by Dr. Henry Thompson, which is goes over how uh, stressful situations and then the different um, hormones they cause and the reactions in the brain affect uh, decision making. Hmm. So looking at high stress situations, how, how that affects both you on a, like a physical level. Uh, like, you know, increased heartbeat, things like that, how it affects you at a mental level with the different hormonal interactions with your brain, um, ways to uh, cope with stress, understanding how it works, how to manage the level so that you can stay um, effective in your decisions. Yeah. Mine was uh, the Sorcerer's Stone. Nice. Sometimes nice. you should just let that answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> if you could have yeah. any superpower, what would it be and why? Oh, I asked my niece this the other day and she gave me the best answer ever. Her superpower, and I'm going to steal it, was to have all the superpowers. Oh, I love that. Yeah. All the superpowers. My superpowers just incorporate all the superpowers into one. It's like, that is awesome. (laughs) I love that. I think mine would be the ability to uh, pause time because if you pause the time, you can sleep for as long as you need and then unpause, and you just effectively can go 24-7. 24-7. Hmm. I got to tell you, my wife had a good one, too. It, it sounds weird, but I asked her, and she's like, to be able to fill things, anything I want to fill it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why would you want? That makes no sense. She's like, well, if our bank account is empty, I'm going to be able to fill it with money. 
She's like, if I'm thirsty, I'm gonna, and I was like, that is actually smart too. I like that. It's the ice cream tub's empty. Yeah, fill it with ice cream. Where to stick with the fitness center? This is gym club, Andre. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have ice cream days at the gym. I'll be there. All right. Well, thank you guys. It was awesome. You guys coming in. Good to hear your story. Um, people go check out Beyond Driven on Main Street, Leroy. You can't miss it. Big white building, right? You got those those stones out front. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Go s- on. Uh, you got the social medias. Go ahead. Yeah, we got Beyond Driven. Well, yeah, our Facebook and Instagram are either Beyond Driven, Beyond Driven Training or Beyond Driven Athlete Training. Pretty simple. Yeah, we'll tag you. You know, we're going to share this on everything. So we'll tag in. They'll see it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this is awesome. Thanks guys for coming in. Yep. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you as a public service from the Genesee County Chamber of Commerce. For more episodes, listen and subscribe on any of your favorite podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many more. See you next time.